0: eleven of This Is Your TV Life. Um, we're getting another wee blast from the past with um, now uh, in the form of, of Nicholas Robinson. You will know Nicholas from playing William Beach in Goodnight, Mister Tom, uh, Harry in Harry and the Wrinklies. um, Peter Long in Tom's Minute Garden, and also as a now as a theatre producer. Um, so, firstly, let's welcome Nicholas.
1: Hello. Hi.
0: Thank Thank you for joining us. Thank
1: Thank you for having me, Graham. It's very no.
0: nice. To be here. Um, <laughs> It's a privilege to have you. Um, obviously you're you're the most well known. Um, f- I think for for playing William Beach, um, way way back. And uh, good night, Mister Tom. Um, but you, you've got lots more under your, your belt as well. And we'll, we'll touch on that and a lot more uh, during the episode. But firstly, I'd like to ask you. You were seven when you started because you did you had done theatre and, and things before. Um, good night, Mister Tom. Yes. Um, why um, acting? What got you into?
1: Um. I well I I think I I just I really enjoyed it from a young age um I was always singing uh you know I like a lot of children I had a puppet theater um and I I loved all that and really I think it probably started for me actually uh being on the beach at Weymouth um when I was very young and seeing the Punch and Judy show on the beach and I would sit there all day I think it must have cost about 20 pence to to watch the Punch and Judy show. And I would I would sit there all day and I had a bag of 20 Ps and I would just sit around and wait for the next show. And I'd hand in my next 20p and that was it. And I was kind of hooked. And I guess from there it go, it was then pantomime. I was introduced to at a young age as well. Um, like many people in the UK, their first theater experience is, is panto. Um, and so yeah, I think that's where it all kicked off for me.
0: Yeah, I think, but I think you 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 started acting like you, as I said in the intro, you were seven when you started. Um, so that's like younger than like a lot of people would would have at theatre. Like, so a lot of people are like slightly older or that age when mm. they first get a theatre experience. So that's that's a young age to start acting.
1: Yes. Um. Yeah. My my first job was at the Old Witch Theatre. Uh, in an Inspector Calls, which had just transferred from the National Theatre, um, and yeah, then it just sort of went from there. Really, just so
0: I just, got just a small, game. small stage to start yeah,
1: with. Then. Yeah, it was. Just, it was. A, it's a small um, walk-on role, really, um, but, but on quite
0: a big stage. <laughs> like the old yeah. witch, yeah, the old I
1: mean, witch. That was, you know that was a huge production it was multi award-winning production over the years not for my performance of course but
0: <laughs> <laughs> not at all you should win everything win awards for everything you do but the, the, as i say the old witch it's currently got tina well we say currently it should currently have tina isn't it that's the, the old witch
1: yes yeah, yeah. yes if we're um, so sh- allowed to be open
0: yeah, well, yeah, that, that's we'll, we'll touch on that uh, towards the end definitely, um, because uh, as I said, you're now a theatre producer, and we'll, we'll touch on theatre definitely in, in a big way at the end, but we'll, we 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 have to start with probably your biggest TV role, um, and that that was just a small part. in Goodnight, Mr. Tom. Um, I don't think many people remember that. Um, obviously William Beach, um, was the the, the lead, um, kid's character certainly, um. Was your biggest role probably to date? Um, How did it come about? Uh, Well,
1: I'd I'd got to know the casting director over a a few years, uh, Joyce Nettles, who was the the wife of John Nettles, who played Bergerac and Mm Midsummer murders. Um, She had seen me in a play at the National Theatre. I was in the Caucasian Chalk Circle, and Met me and we got along really well. She she loved me, I think, really and um, uh, and so from that I got Tom's Midnight Garden. That that was my first job for her. And then I think she just knew uh, when she was casting Mister Tom that she wanted me for the role. Now I I mean I'm told that that no other boys actually auditioned for the role. And my my first audition, as it were, was I I went to her house in Archway and. I met John, and we read through a few scenes, and then they came down and said, "Great, you, you know, you've you've got the part." Got the part. Look, <laughs> and at the time, I, I didn't I hadn't read the book. Um, I don't think it was on the curriculum at the time. I mean, I, I think just about every child reads it now at school, uh, but I hadn't read it. I think really it went onto the curriculum um, after uh, after our film was made.
0: Yeah. yeah, and we'll, we'll touch more on the curriculum later because you, you did make a, You made a big impact on certainly on history, um, the history curriculum definitely. Um, and all this also the English curriculum. Um, I have to touch on your, your cast, um, a bit. You you worked obviously with with a big cast uh, and crew, but you worked with two two big legends, I would say, and, and the word legends is thrown about quite often. Um, but certainly you you worked with the the late great John Thor. Um, who played Mr Tom uh, and obviously and also Annabelle Apson who played your mum what was it like to work with them at such a young age and did they they teach a lot
1: oh yes I mean John um, was extraordinary really Um, a very gentle kind man um, and and very generous to to act with as well you know, he, he really wanted the best out of me and my performance and he was so lovely to me. But I think that was because it was so essential to the story that there was such a good bond between the two of them that he knew that he, that our relationship off screen had to be good as well for that to come across. Um, so, you know, he was, he, and he took a great interest in my life and what I wanted to do and my family and everything else. Um, he was he was a very very dear dear man.
0: No, he was, and and obviously Annabelle has went on to 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 do loads of things.
1: Oh no, um, she's a, she's a superstar now. Yeah, and she was wonderful and hysterical. Actually, I don't think I've ever really laughed so much um, on on set as with her. Uh, surprising, really, for someone who was trying to, you know, terrify me.
0: Well, um, she's played quite a, a few. Like, if you look back on her career, a lot of her characters have been similar in respects of that they the were to be feared, but she does seem, she comes across as a kind of laughy, jokey person.
1: Oh, she's such a lovely person, which is why it's so out of character. Her to, to play that she was so lovely, she would li- she listened to this music, it was almost like satanic music to, to try and get her into character, I guess, to, to give her the anger that she probably didn't naturally have. Um, yeah. because I think mean, she's just a very nice person. Um,
0: no, definitely. I, I, um, am we'll kind of touch on, on your like relationship in the show about um, you and your mum, um, later on, but. What do you remember the most of filming? What do you remember the most?
1: What do I remember the most? Oh, the food. Typical
0: young boy, yeah, remember the food.
1: The, 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 the catering was, was top-notch, actually, to the point that I'd eaten so much that there were lines. It, where I'd been locked under the stairs and later on back at... Um, Back at uh, Mr. Tom's house, you know, supposed to be convalescing, and um, uh, and I put on so much weight that there were lines they just had to write out. You know, that Zach comes round and says, "Oh, you look like a skeleton," and things like that. And like, well, no, there were too 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 many too many uh, cheesy croissants at eleven z said put stop to that line.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: I can't can imagine <laughs> the food. The food was, but, but actually, I think you know there are so many memorable moments in the in the film, uh, and things that don't last very long. I mean, you know, there's there's one scene down by the river where a Spitfire flies over. Now it's it's a two second scene. But that was a day's filming and extraordinary to to spend a day watching a Spitfire go back and forth whilst we try to film and see. I mean, that's, you know, you don't get to see that every day.
0: That was well, it's, No, it's not a plane that's used very often now. Obviously, you, you, the film, for anyone that hasn't seen it, I think we can we can talk about spoils and things that, that's been out that long now that if you haven't seen it, then it's your own fault yeah. um, if you get spoils. But. It was obviously set back in World War II. It was basically you were um we'll kind of touch on individual storylines, but the, the main storyline was you were getting evacuated um from, from London, is that correct? From part of London yep. into the country, as all kids were back then. Um and it was your relationship with your mum back home, and then obviously the relationship as well with Mr. Tom, who you get evacuated to. Um is it, the basic storyline. There's a lot of like individual storylines in amongst it. But it must've been great to, to go back because not like many people nowadays has lived that life and you've come to as close as you'll get to living during, through the war.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, the whole experience actually, you know, it was quite authentic. We, um, the London scenes were filmed at Woolwich Arsenal and now Woolwich Arsenal is now a very kind of trendy place to live where all the buildings have been, they used to make the artillery there in the in the Second World War. Um, and uh, so all the buildings still exist. And in fact, I have a friend who lives in the building that was used as the hospital in Mr. Tom. It is now, it's now a very swanky uh, flats with mezzanine levels and things like that. But then it was just an empty rundown building that wasn't being used. Um, and the, the site itself was being knocked down at the time. So where you see, uh, the the images in the film of houses that had been bombed uh, that they were just houses that they were pulling down anyway, and we utilized that to um, to make the scenes and you know make it look as though that these houses had been bombed, but they were just
0: being stripped
1: down. Um, yeah, because it, it would have been 20 hard to film. development twenty years later. Yeah,
0: um, definitely it would have been a hard thing to film. Like, you, you couldn't just have a plane go over and drop a bomb. That's that's not... Oh, no, no. not great for filming. <laughs> I definitely know that. But obviously, you were a kid um, when it was filmed. So what was school like? Going back, not school as in during the filming, but, like, what was it like to go back to school and, and be this... Like, I know you had, you had been in the stage and things, but you'd now been in this, like, widely, like, seen thing. Because theatre is, is a great thing, but unless you're in the theatre, you don't see it. And um, whereas the TV, everybody has got. It was a bit different back then, but like even then, a lot of people had TV.
1: Yeah, so um, must have been great. Yeah, school was an interesting one because, of course, the filming filming ended, and that's it. I just went back to school, and I was I was the same person that I was when I left six weeks ago. Um, because the film wasn't out. No one really knew what it was that I was doing. And of course, I not even I knew how big the, the show was going to be um, for years to come. So we, we, filmed, we filmed in the early part of the year, kind of in the spring. And then the film was finally finished, actually. On my last day at that school, um, I... Received a VHS in the post of the, the final, the final cut of the film. So we watched it um, as as kids. I don't know if they still do it, but we always used to just watch videos and play games on the last day of school when you're when you're that age. Um, and so we watched Mr. Tom. We put it on as as the film for the day. Um, but of course, I think it's just kind of went over people's heads. Really, the kids then. Um, and then I started at a new school, obviously after the summer, and the film didn't go out until the October. So it was wasn't really until the end of that year um, that it became quite a thing. And even then, I don't think as many children had seen it at that time because originally it was transmitted um, at nine o'clock at night, which was quite late uh, for an ITV drama, particularly one that was supposed is a family friendly film.
0: Um, Was it family friendly? Like if I look well, back now, there, there's some scenes that you think, like that—that that would probably be post watershed or pre- like post watershed now, even now.
1: Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know. I think you know the children. Children read the book and they watch it at school. I mean, it's 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 a part of history, um, and yes, I mean the the scenes of domestic abuse are really quite harrowing. Um, but uh, i mean you know it's, it's 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 all part of the journey of the film um and that's not that the, the <laughs> you know that's not the that's it's the, not
0: the main story like,
1: like it's not the sole theme of, of, of no, the, no. Film. The, the the film is about love and i think you know it's it's loved by people of of all ages
0: no that's it. I, and you actually you mentioned about there about it you said it's obviously part of, of history genuinely is it's part of it's concreted in like tv history it's it's become one of my Christmas watches. Like, I don't know why, but for some reason I have to watch it. Not still on Christmas Day, but I, it's like it's in of music. I have to watch it at Christmas time.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it is kind of religiously on every year around Christmas. And, you know, for many years, I mean, at least for kind of 10 years after it first went out, it was always on either Christmas Day, Boxing Day or New Year's Day um, without fail. And now it's kind of on I think it's still on. I think ITVP puts it on every every Christmas. Yes, it still goes and and it's it's often on kind of every other weekend as well, just randomly. Um I always know when it's when it's on, um, because like my phone starts buzzing with people I know that I'd never hear from unless Mr. Tom's on, or oh, watching you on television. Or I see that I'm getting more followers on, on Twitter or something like that. Yeah. So, what, what's that I, up? I must be on the television again.
0: <laughs> uh, you just look at your phone and get, oh I'm, I'm getting lots of followers, oh. yet yeah. good my Tom must be on. Um it, it's also not only is it concrete in T V history, it's 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 set in school history because it's it's I don't know, I can't comment right this second, but like even when my was growing up, it was it's in school curriculum it was part of the film that was shown in class the book was was after the film was out the book was was part of of English curriculum Um, do you did you on and the cast think that it would be such a hit at the time like with schools and history and stuff
1: um I don't know and I I mean obviously the 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 book was already very popular um And the book was written, I think, Michelle, in the the early 80s. I think it was first published. Um, So it was a good 15, 18 years or something before um, we made the show. I don't don't know. um, Obviously, I don't know how it came to be on the curriculum. I'm sure people had read it before that in schools, but it does seem a much bigger part of the curriculum now than it was. I think it, it must be year, year five or year six um, that study it now. Um, I've, I've actually been to a few schools uh, over the years to just give a talk about making the film, much like we're doing now, really.
0: Yeah, just, but just because <laughs> of that. Are you, no are you personally shocked at how big it still is? Because everybody still watches it, like, are you shocked at that?
1: Yeah, I am. It's extraordinary. And the messages I get um, every time it's on and I have a a lot of people that reach out to me and tell me that it brings a lot of comfort to an elderly relative who um, has Alzheimer's and is in a home and every time they watch it, um, they come back to life again, you know, they remember it, um, particularly if they're um, old enough. To have been evacuated, you know, that if they were evacuated, or even just remember the war, perhaps even older that they were teenagers or young adults um, during the war, that it really it really stirs memories for them and brings them a lot of comfort, and that's really lovely to hear. Um, but yeah, and I, I guess because of because of the because of the schools studying it, it's continually every year it's reaching a new audience. Um, And uh, it's it's amazing that it still resonates with people so young. You know, technology has changed so much since we made the film, and you know, kids are so distracted by things now and social media and games consoles and everything else. And um, but a lot of children really do seem to to love it and embrace it and love the story.
0: no definitely i think i i think it's good for kids as well because it shows them exactly what matters like there's no there's absolutely no phone, fo- because obviously there, there shouldn't be but there's absolutely no phones there's no games consoles there's nothing and it shows this child who was taken out of his home unwillingly um to a certain extent i think there's part of the story that, that is willing um but so it shows them exactly what matters in life basically
1: Yes. Well, what matters, yeah, is 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 love. <laughs> well, yeah, that's
0: Saltimore. Did you keep in cut, touch with any of the cast afterwards?
1: Um, yes. I mean, I kept. You know, sadly, John died um, only four years after we made the film. Um, but I did. I, you know, I'd write. I'd write to John, and obviously, I'd I'd see him. At, you know, because it was a year, two years of events and things like that. Um, uh, you know uh, with award ceremonies and stuff like that so we, we you know we kind of got to see each other there and
0: uh, yeah because you, you, men- you mentioned their awards um obviously it did win um awards it won an NTA um and it also won a, a, a TV BAFTA what was it like to to, to understand that even the critics were, were as good
1: yeah I think. Mean, yeah I mean you know I, I think um, I was so young that it probably went over my head, but I, I think any any great director, any great actor, that's the validation you want, isn't it? To BAFTA awards and national television awards, um, what what can be better, really? Because
0: um, it was one of the first TV programs to win best drama at NTAs, because NTAs had only started the year before.
1: Oh really? Oh. So it was
0: one of the first to to ever win that that award. So. Yeah, it will go down in history as one of the first as the NTAs. Um, that's a very good fact to know.
1: I, I didn't know that. Um, uh, yeah. I couldn't be at the NTAs because I was away filming something else. Um, yeah. So I wasn't there that night. There was talk of doing a, uh, a kind of satellite link up thing, um, but I, it just it, it, never, it never,
0: never happened. Never happened. Yeah. No, that's different. That was before that and Dick started winning all the awards. <laughs> long before that um so were you and Thomas as as good friends off screen as you were on and for anyone that doesn't know Thomas played Zacharias um who was your friend during the evacuation who's William's friend should I say not you necessarily
1: yeah we get on really well I mean to be to be fair we didn't really keep in touch after and I am I'm useless at keeping in touch with people Uh, I, I just find life just You know, just go by so quickly. I'm really bad at it. I'm bad at it with friends, you know, from my later school years and college and things like that. Um, I'm I'm just I'm rubbish at it. Um, So I didn't keep in touch, sadly. But actually, we 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 had a great friendship on set and actually and in between and in between filming, we were making our own films. I had a little video camera, and we were making silly things. You know. Back at the base, um, the location base where all the caravans were and the catering we'd make, and and um, the other and the other children that were in the TV show as well on the days that they were around, because quite often I was the only child on my own on on the set. You know, they between them, I don't know, they just had a handful of days of filming. Um, Thomas probably I probably did a, a week or week and a half across across the six weeks of filming so um we didn't really we didn't have we had to get to know each other for the sake of the film um but yeah we know you know we had a we had a really good time
0: a good time at the time um so during the filming well we've touched on some of it but during the film um there was a lot for, for william to take on board as a kid and um, there was well here's a list of some of them there was obviously the war there was the abuse from his mum, there was the upheaval of the evacuation, there was losing his sister, his father beating him up, although we didn't actually see that, we just heard about that, Um, her mother killing herself, Um, Trudy dying, Um, and then obviously him getting, it was Zach dying as well, and him getting a new dad, so there was a lot of, of, of good and bad things. So how did you, as Nicholas, get into that mind frame so young?
1: Oh, I. Do you know what? I I don't know really. Thinking back, um, I don't think I particularly overanalyzed it that much. And of course, the journey that that the viewer goes on is not the same journey that I went on filming it because it was all it was all filmed um, completely out of sequence. Of course, um, in fact, some of the first scenes that that we filmed are the most horrific ones. All the stuff that's um, under the stairs, and when when um, Mr. Som finds me, um, that was all filmed in the first few days. Uh, so weirdly, we had to, in the first few days of filming, had to establish that relationship between John and I, um, that that we had supposedly known each other for six, eight months, or however long I'd been. You know in the country for before I came back to London at that point. Um so I hadn't, you know, in in real life I hadn't even been to the country yet. I hadn't been evacuated. So right, well, that must have
0: been strange to film it and and I I got
1: the out the way all at the beginning and then um <laughs> and then a nice time there <laughs> Yeah, no that
0: that sounds um yeah. Um but it, it take, it's a lot for, for an adult to take on because an adult to do those kind of scenes. I, I've spoken to some before, um, and, and I've got some coming up, who um, have such harrowing scenes, uh, probably just as bad, if not not as bad, as you. So it's quite hard for, for any actor to get into a frame of mind of something that's not been through. And I think the worst one for you would be war. Nobody can, I mean, no, well, not nobody, but there's not many people, certainly not of that age back then, and even now, that, that would have been through war, um, thankfully touch quickly um trumps out so we can relax slightly <laughs> um so yeah so that that brings us to of that part um for anyone that hasn't seen um ha- no not harry and the wrinklies that's a different one if of you know that you haven't seen goodnight mr tom i know tesco's is selling it and um, the dvd copy so get your um get it you can get it there i can't find it on a streaming platform i know it was on BBC Player for a few years, but you no know, BBC Player, sorry, Brit Box, um, an ITV okay. player. Um, but I think we've taken it off at the moment.
1: I think, I, think it, I think it ends up on ITV Player for seven days or so after it's been on ITV yeah. 3 or 4 or 5 or
0: whatever. Or whatever channel it's on.
1: Um, <laughs> we get, it's, it's, over the years, we slowly get pushed down the numbers. We'll be on like sort of IV, ITV 20 before too long. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah i think it i think it ends up on there for about seven days
0: after Um, when the drama's uh, on at five past two in the morning you realize that's when it's been on for a few years yeah
1: yeah Uh, but um i think yeah well when shops are open again i don't know is hmv still around
0: i don't know if it's still around but i know what you mean
1: this used to be on the counter for about five pounds at christmas time so you could always pick it up there
0: yeah no that's it um it's there definitely always there um so, so check it out if you haven't seen it um we have to touch on on another tv drama that you did uh, i've already mentioned it because i got mixed up um because i'm scottish uh, and it was probably one of the biggest scottish kids dramas ever um certainly the only, only one i can remember um and that was harry and the wrinkley's um which was my childhood i've got to say this was me growing up as a child um showing your age there sorry nicholas um so what was that like to film
1: oh that was wonderful i mean really that i i had the best years of my life and i still i still miss that show terribly um i mean you know it was it was very low budget really um and it was completely daft and off the wall uh, but I, I made some really wonderful friends on that show. Sadly, a lot of them have passed on now. Um, but it, we just had a riot on that show, an absolute riot. Um, we were such, you know, I, I've always got on with older people. Um, I still do. I have, I have friends in their 80s and 90s who I see every week um and at the minute I you know I have a support bubble um with with my 87 year old friend Roy uh and so I'm gonna I see him tomorrow um so I shall pop over to to his place and have a have a few glasses of wine with him uh, but uh so uh, you know I've always got on with old people they were all kind of 60s, 70s, and they were most of them, you know, quite big stars back in the day. Victor yeah. Spinetti, um, who, you know, people of a certain age will remember him um, from the Beatles films and, um, uh, you know, Pink Panther films, and uh, well, I mean, there's, there's so much. I mean, I can't, I, I can't, I can't list his credentials, but um, <laughs> he was a great story teller. You know, he 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 held court when we weren't filming. He, you know, he would regale with us all his stories of, um, you know, uh, being with the Beatles and so on Broadway, and he won a Tony Award for Oh What a Lovely War. And, uh, you know, I, 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 him. I particularly miss, um, I, I, every day I miss him.
0: Um, you no, know, I can imagine you don't get too often. Like it's not every day you'll get to up a Tony Award winner. Um, certainly not on a, a, a kids' TV show. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> That was kind of, uh, it'll be on here. like, you're never going to get Patrick LePone um, taking part in Tracy Vickers' story or anything like that now. Probably not. <laughs> no, that, that, that was probably the level, like, if anybody knows theatre now, Patrick LePone probably, it was the same sort of level, like, she, he was a big, big name back then.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, for
0: take part that, w- was a big thing. What one thing, if you can think of one thing, um, did you learn from that show that you still use nowadays?
1: Um... One thing I have took from that show, really, that actually I took from Victor. Um oh, actually hmm. Yes, he would he would say, he would say a jump darling and theatre will catch you. <laughs> so I would say, yeah, that's some kind of great motto in life, isn't it? Jump darling, yeah. theater will catch you. Patrick, um, that's
0: a good one. Usually. <laughs> <laughs> it will catch you. It may be a bit of, a, another year yet, but it will catch you. Uh... But
1: I mean, you know, I mean, I guess the story had a moral you know, in that um, it was it was a modern day Robin Hood stealing from the rich to give to the poor. Um, but uh, I mean, <laughs> I think going around knocking off banks is probably not the way to
0: yes, um, no, yes, doing doing. did you It probably
1: soul, wasn't to really. uh, solve poverty. But <laughs> what was um, the what
0: was the best storyline that you remember?
1: Film. Oh, oh um, I can't now There's so many episodes. I think we've probably made twenty-five episodes over three years. I can't think. Well, I think actually, I, I the. The first, the first series, which was only four episodes, which I think in Scotland went out as a as a kind of hour and a half, yeah. uh, mini film. Uh, I think that's I think that's the best story. That's the complete. Uh, that was one complete story, and that's based on the book. Um, and then in the, the, the the series that came after um, were very most of it was made up, taking elements from the book and then just making up different stories. But, yeah. i mean to be honest any anything where we, we kind of got to dress up and um do role play stuff was always great fun
0: <laughs> well that's uh, it, it's for anyone that hasn't seen it it's it, there's some episodes on youtube um it is quite a hard program to get now um you can still buy the vhs but not many people have vhs players um but there are some episodes of it on nice people have uploaded it onto youtube and stuff so Check it out. It is it's quite funny. I've got to say, like it was my childhood. Anybody my age will probably remember it. Um had in the Nurklies. Um definitely. So check it out there. Um we have to touch on all of our TV podcasts, but we do have to touch briefly on your, your current um or your, your what you've gone on to do. Um and you're now a, a theatre producer. Um you've produced quite a few big shows. Um, I've got to say, looking back on your resume now, um didn't realise just how many of them I have seen. <laughs> um, I did not know oh, I've seen that one seen that one so what is it like to be a theatre producer not just now we'll talk we'll cut, talk about it now later
1: well I to be honest I, I do a number of things I mean I have a kind of proper day job now um, as uh, head of ticketing for Western theatre group um, and then um, sort of a few years ago before I really got into the took this role on I was um, producing Actually, probably it's it's actually it's flown by. It's a, almost sort of ten years ago now, really, that I was doing the bulk of um, my producing, um, which was mainly kind of uh, was mainly um, old shows reimagined, um, Rogers and Hammerstein shows and things like that, um, which I always had a very uh, special place in my heart. Um, I sort of grew up on a diet of The Sound of Music and The King and I. and <laughs>
0: I think we all did. If you love theatre, I think we all did, kind of, yes. Uh, if, if Rogers and Hammerstein wasn't part of your diet, you weren't a theatre fan, put it that way. Um, obviously, right now, uh, right this second, it's a very, very, very tough time um, for for the theatre world. Um, where do you see it going after this? Do you think theatre will pull back?
1: Oh, yes, we'll be back. Absolutely.
0: I hope so. <laughs>
1: <That kind of laughs> we're a we're a very determined community. I think you know, as soon as theatres are allowed to reopen in some form, certainly, um, NYMEX theatres, who I work for, we will we will be open um, as soon as we're allowed in some form or another. We did open briefly um, before Christmas. Um, and we will do that again, and if we have to open with social distancing, we will. But And uh, as soon as we're told we can get back to full capacity, um, we will be here. I mean, it, it, it will bounce back. It, it's tough, and I think, you know, um, things have been lost along the way. Uh, but There's a lot of support out there for the arts, you That's know.
0: It. The good thing about...
1: No, not uh, not we'll them. talk
0: in NIMAX <laughs> general, general. Um, there's a lot of uh, theatre companies out there. There's ATG, There's loads of different ones. But we'll talk. Obviously, you are for NyMax. and uh, so we'll talk about that one in general. But they, that the two theatres, the two main ones I think about are, are you've got Jamie currently, then, mm-hmm. um, yes. and and you did have the live. But obviously now with that theatre, you've probably got one of the biggest British musicals in, in certainly in recent history about to move in there. And that's six, It's um, going to be moving in there for a for a period of time. So, yeah, I think you've got the fans there that will, that will keep coming back. Um, I know I've been to see Jamie every, every cast change I've seen Jamie. I um, haven't seen Sex yet, but we'll, we'll not touch on that at the moment. Um, I'll, I'll be back to the IMAX. Um, we we'll, we'll doing any uh, theatres. I don't know about Sex. Um, I'm not getting to that one. bit. anyway, um, that's, that's us at the moment. We'll, we'll, theatres, 100% will be back. I have no doubt in my mind that it will be. Um, as soon as they can. I know I was there back in December just before, eh, no December, sorry, November just before the lockdowns and everything. Um, I went to the Palladium to see the pantomime because I was not going Christmas without pantomime. Um, But that that brings us to the end of that. You you, you have survived. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll we'll touch on, um, very briefly, we've got a wee ending that we do every day and that's just talking about TV in general. So that's your viewing habits as as Nicholas. Um, Obviously we're in lockdown three currently. Um, so what TV have you been getting
1: through you through lockdown? Oh, wow. What have, what have I been watching? Do you know what? I, I, I've ended up kind of re-watching things that I haven't watched for years. At the minute, I'm working my way through Sex in the City because um, I don't think I've watched it since it, it uh, went out. Um, I'm quite enjoying that. Um, so that's sort of part of my nightly routine, watch a couple of, episodes of sex and the city um, yeah
0: no sex and sex is good and then it's coming back so it's nice timing
1: yes exactly yeah so i i started watching it maybe i don't know a few weeks ago and then it was only last week that they announced that they're bringing it back mm. without samantha though and i think you know sex in the city without samantha it's it's not the same it's going to be desperate. there's no sex, <laughs> there's, no sex. <laughs> there's no samantha
0: <laughs> i don't know about <laughs> I think that somebody said, one of the fellow, but I can't remember who it was, but one of my fellow guests said he thinks he knows how it's going to start and it's going to start at her funeral. Because obviously, she it ended with her currently with breast cancer. So I think that that's how they'll, they'll, they'll continue the story without Samantha, as they'll have it at her funeral. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. They've come back together for Samantha's. We'll wait and see. Um, what's one show that you would love to be in? One show I'd love and to it can be in. Be as unrealistic as you want.
1: Oh, Christy! Um, oh, I don't know what. What it? I'm trying to think. What's been on recently that I've thought? Oh, I'd really like to be in there. I mean, to be honest, I quite like to be in a soap. I, you know, I quite like. I'd quite like to be on EastEnders or Coronation at Coronation Street or something like that. I think I. I think I'd fit in quite well.
0: There we go. We'll get you on one of those, definitely. Um, <laughs> what one show would you like to bring back, uh,
1: or
0: would you bring obviously not you personally. You, you but What one would you want to bring back?
1: I probably a comedy. I mean, it's a shame. I, you know, I, I love Only Fools and Horses, um, but I think bringing that back without John Sullivan, who who wrote all of those, every single one of those episodes, that that's something I love. Uh, but um, I don't know. I, you know, it's one of those funny things you know a lot of you hear a lot of people say oh I don't watch much television well it's rubbish they do but I think they do what the rest of us do which is most of us now you get home you pop the television on and quite often you know quite often you're not really paying much attention to it and you and so many of us were just sat there fiddling about with our phones and not really taking it all in properly. (laughs)
0: No that's it there's a few things I'm currently binge watching The Office US I think that's fantastic. Um, I say re-bin's watching, I might add. Um, What one show would you bend?
1: Oh, bin. Oh, gosh. Um, (laughs) It's probably quite a lot. Oh, I I really, I really disliked um, Years and Years, which everyone raved about. And it annoys me when people um, rave so much about shows. It makes me, it makes me not want to watch them. Um, and I gave in and watched that, and I thought, I, you know, I'm not going to get that time back now.
0: <laughs> oh, that's, I like controversial Nicholas well done. I like uh, to, went okay.
1: controversial. <laughs> There's a show I didn't like. No, that's just, a good one. It just angered me.
0: No, I, I I I'll be honest, I haven't seen that one yet. I'm what I'm watching is uh, Russell T V Davis's cur- current one. Um, it's a sin. Um, yeah. I'm watching that. that's
1: another thing. I'll watch that when the hype has died
0: down. Oh, you could be quite a few years before that. Because if you look at, it's the 21st century queerest Folk, and the queerest Folk hype's still there, so you don't know, we'll wait and see. Yeah, then um, then I might be
1: waiting a while.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can be waiting a while to see that one, if you're waiting for the hype. Um, you're obviously, uh, you're, you're married to a Reality star, Um you're married to Andy West, but what one reality show would you do?
1: Um, I'd probably do The Jungle, actually. The, uh, yeah, I'm similar. sorry. Of it, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm nowhere near enough of a celebrity. In fact, I'm not one at all. Um, So um, I I think the I think I do. I think I'd enjoy the experience. I mean, I'd hate it. I I mean, I hate snakes. I couldn't jump out of a helicopter or, you know, (laughs) abseil um, across a, you know, a valley in the jungle. I mean, it it would be horrifying. But it. it would be it would be a challenge. I think if I if I did um, if I did Big Brother, which my husband was on, um, I just think I'd go out of my mind. Yeah, I, d- I don't think i I don't think I'd last very long in Big Brother. I think I I, I mean I don't know. You just never know, do you? I mean, I think the public would would like me. Um, I would probably get told off by um, Big Brother though, because I I do have a habit of just bursting into song. Um, all the time so I, I get into trouble for singing songs that they don't have copyright for and it, I, it would be 24 7. I it, you know, I, I always have um, tunes stuck in my head. My, my friends used to put bets on to try and get me to sing certain songs <laughs> for a night and they were doing it for years and didn't tell me and they put bets on so they they put phrases into conversation to try and um, you know, to try and prompt me to sing a certain song, and they they put bets on who could make me sing certain songs. Um, so I'd get into trouble for that. But I think I think the uh, probably other housemates wouldn't like me because I'd, I'd go around cleaning up after everyone. <laughs>
0: uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like Andy did well. Like your husband did do
1: well. He did, yeah, he did very very well in spite of the fact that they, the the um, the rest of the housemates were um complete cretins that didn't like him um and but the good him.
0: thing about it though is he had the public for like he had the public behind him like i'm a massive big brother yeah. fan like I'm a massive big Brother geek um and I've, I've watched every episode and definitely andy's one of the ones that probably the only one like who won Has year
1: jason but really andy should have won but yeah uh, uh, we suspect Jason, who already had money and didn't need to win 70 grand or whatever the, the prize is, um, probably had some um, boiler room somewhere with people. <coughs> to, oh. to... Well, I'm not
0: getting involved in that one.
1: <laughs> and,
0: uh, you know,
1: it's, it's, it's you know just another conspiracy theory to add into all the other conspiracy theories floating around at the moment
0: oh, and especially there's loads on that show there's loads of conspiracy theories on that show definitely um but anyway we, we digress slightly that's his that's his tv life not yours um but no i could i could see in the jungle and the jungle or, or the castles it was this last year technically and the of it what it's going to be this year they do like like your kind of, of celebrity status the people that <laughs> but no more, one knows. <laughs> no, I, you, everybody does know you. Like, I think you, you wouldn't be easily, like, I'm sure you, you're not easily spotted in the street. Um, Yeah, by like, people that know you from the theatre world, but, like, not from, like, from... You, I'm sure you don't get recognised as much from Goodnight, Mr Tom, until people know who you are.
1: No, I mean, yes. I mean, there's a, difference, a big difference between being 12 years old and 35. Um, <laughs> I, I would hope I've aged a little bit
0: well so. I'll, I'll be honest it was, I met you for the first time at the press night of um, Ma- Magic Was Wrong just before lockdown um, the first lockdown that was one of the last events I was at um, I think it was one of the last theatre nights I was at actually as well and it, it was nice to see but it was Andy I had spotted you first and oh. then obviously like because obviously I'm a massive big brother geek uh, so it was Andy I spotted first, and then he obviously said, "Oh, when Nicholas is here," and, and that's when. Um, so you you have changed as much as like obviously your reputation uh, precedes you. Um, you 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 have you don't look like the twelve year old Ryan Beach. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, so you're glad to know that. Um. Yeah. So, so last question. Um. Of of the of the, the the episode is what is your top three shows of all time?
1: Oh gosh.
0: TV shows.
1: Sorry. Oh, the top three shows of all time. I should really have thought about this, shouldn't I? Um, I oh, Desperate Housewives. So that's a top three show, and also something that I would bring back.
0: All right. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm probably one of the only gay men in the world that's never watched Desperate Housewives, but
1: yeah. I, I really, I really loved that show. I mean, it was you know, it was um, so over the top, but. But I I enjoyed it. That's something I bring back, and you can bring that the whole idea of that back without really having all the same uh, the same people and the same characters. The concept,
0: yeah, the concept that is a cheap one.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's a top one. Um, top three. Oh, this I I'm so bad at questions like this <laughs> because I just can't think. There's so much in my head. And I think oh I, I just don't know. Um you maybe you sort of cast your mind back to just recent things you've watched and you don't really think further back um
0: well you talked earlier uh, Luke just thinking about what you've talked about um and horses would that be up there
1: yeah, I mean that's yeah yeah that's one of I think one of the great british comedies, yeah, I uh,
0: think comedy you think and horses definitely
1: yeah. um I really loved uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm as well, actually, Um, with Larry David. Very, very good. I think the sort of the the grumpy old man really sort of resonates with me. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm aspiring to be that grumpy old man. (laughs) You, You can be like that when you get to a certain age and it's charming. You know, if you're kind of miserable and um, rude to people at my age it doesn't really work people just think you're an arsehole but <laughs> can i say that they? I, I
0: thought it was
1: insane you get to a certain age and there's something quite charming about people being sort of rude and you know it's a bit like you know most people watch downton abbey don't they and think oh you know um, maggie smith's character is my spirit animal you know that's they, everyone just wants to be able to be like that um, as they go
0: I can understand that,
1: yeah. yeah. You earn that right, don't you? When you get to
0: Well, the when, you, when you get to a certain age, yes, you definitely earn that right, definitely. Um, unless you've been that way the whole life, then no, you haven't earned it. Um, if you've been nice and, and friendly, like most people are, then yeah, but that age, you, you definitely, you've earned it. But, but that's us. The only thing I want to know is, will we be seeing Nicholas as an actor again?
1: Oh, I don't know. Maybe one day. I think sometimes I think to myself, you know, uh, maybe I'll go back to it when everyone else has given up. It's
0: <laughs> no. never going to be, I'm sorry. Like, so <laughs> theatre and an acting and TV and, and all that's here to stay. Um, In different formats, as, as this last year has proven, there's, there's different formats for it all, but um, it's here to stay definitely for the long run.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, as
0: much as, the, unless the government um has another say, you know. But they did, um, that was probably the, the biggest backpedal of, of, of this last year is, when they told everybody to, to retrain, um, that was definitely
1: yes.
0: We're well, not getting to that one. Don't worry. Uh, just but that was the um, definitely the biggest back pedal. But that but that's us. Um, thank you for, for joining us. That was your, your TV life, and uh, like sort of your 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 career blossoms uh, even more in, in later life. Um, and you guys at home, um, join us next week, um, when we'll have a uh, Nathan Sussex, um, who is. Um, just off as Buster from Hollyoaks um, and he's also just been in um, a couple of episodes of It's a Sin uh, the series that Nicholas is going to watch in about 10 years time uh, <laughs> he was in that so so join us then we'll, we'll talk all things It's a Sin uh, and also Hollyoaks um, but once again Nicholas thank you very much um, for, for joining it's, it's been an absolute fun. privilege to get to know you and, and a bit more about um, your, your TV history. Um, But once again, thank you very much for joining guys. Take care.